Hey everybody, OMG, not only are we back big time, but we are back with huge news. Guess what? Um, if you join our new Patreon, that's right, we started a Patreon. You can get access to part two of this episode right now, while everybody else waits a whole week. Not only that, but if you sign up for the $6 tier, you get access to all our bonus episodes, including the bonus episodes we'll be doing with Matilda, among many others. Matilda and I have some great ideas in the works, including covering Heathers, which I mentioned in this episode. Uh, we are going to have so much fun creating bonus content and outtakes for you. There's already a lot posted on our Patreon, and if you aren't a patron of either of our shows, it'll be all kinds of stuff you haven't heard. And if you are, don't worry, because we are in the middle of creating a ton of stuff that no one's heard, and I've saved a lot of things that I can now let loose. And many, many others. Larsicle will be here. It's going to be fab, everybody. Please, 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 our Patreon launches today, so at the very least, just check it out, because I think it looks really pretty. <laughs> and if you have the means and the, and the motivation feel free to join any tier. If you join the $9 tier, you will get access to monthly AMAs and free merch. And if you only want the $3 tier just so you can get the early release episodes, go for it, man. It's only three bucks. And then you get everything right away. You don't have to wait for a part two. So without further ado, I really want you to listen to this episode. I think it's a doozy. Music you're listening to right now is the theme basically the, the song that ties this whole film together and that's why i decided to use it so please enjoy rate review and, and subscribe we really need those reviews guys so if you can pull that out for us even if you just say they're great and you just post five stars that's good that's awesome do a little emoji you can do an emoji of like a little martini glass and then just be five stars we just need the ratings it helps us a lot in itunes it gets us noticed so not trying to give anybody homework, but if you love us, please rate, review, and subscribe, and also go on and visit our new Patreon. Again, it is patreon.com slash coast2coastcocktails. Just all one word. Again, patreon.com coast2coastcocktails. All one word. No numerals. It's the word to T-O. I'm not trying to confuse it. We're going to link it on the on the insta of course and we also have a facebook page now so if you search coast to coast cocktails with justine and sarah on facebook we'll pop up and you can comment we were gonna start posting all of our discussion threads there and more content teaser content let you know what episodes are coming up so please please by all means check that out it's still new so if you don't see a lot on there just understand that we are working on it we are trying now to go wide so here's our patreon baby here's our facebook let's do it without further ado i already said that but this time for real without further ado here's the show i'm sarah and i'm justine and you're listening to coast to coast cocktails Cheers. Cheers! Hi everyone! It's been so long since we've recorded for Coast to Coast. Uh, you've just heard um, Josie and the Pussycats, which we recorded a while ago, um, but it was much, 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 much fun. And I just heard from Matilda today, and, the, and they really want to come back on. And since Justine is not a really big fan, of 
the movie that we want to cover. Um, it'll just be me and Matilde. Um, so we're going to do a bonus episode for y'all on Heathers. The Heathers. And I can't wait to listen. I just feel like you guys talking about it will be a lot better. Sure. That's totally fine. I mean, I said to, to you, I don't, I, I told you, I don't want to talk about Tiger King. So it's any, anytime you want to opt out, that is fair. I promise. Despite my track record, I will not take it personally. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so Justine and I are here talking about her most recent pick, which was Young Adult, which uh, is a an amazing Jason Reitman film that came out in 2011, which just so happens to be 10 years ago exactly, which was Was fun. it that fucking long ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, you saw that phone. Jeez. Okay, because <laughs> I remember... Yeah, I remember watching this movie like when it came out with. It is crazy that that was ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, I saw it in theaters. It doesn't feel like that long. No, no, because I think it's because the age we are. But yeah, I was in my early twenties. I was. I must have been newly dating my ex because I remember he came and saw the movie with us. And at the time, we all liked it except Jen, who's a writer. So Jen almost automatically hates movies about writers. (laughs) Even though the the writer the, the writer aspect in this film is so Jen, your sister, yeah, ironic. Okay. Like it's the the use of the writer trope in this film is great because she's so not what she's trying to pretend to be. But anyway, I think I remember Jen being like, oh, "It's not realistic." Uh, but then later on, she decided she liked the film. So hey, Jen, I know you're listening. Hi, Jen. Um, if if I'm wrong <laughs> and you still don't like it, let me know. I'm, I'd love to chat about it. <laughs> she sometimes, some of my episodes, she's like, eh, I might not listen to that one because I didn't like that movie. And I'll be like, that's fine. That's your, it's your life, man. Um, anyway, but before we get into the film, <laughs> this Coast to Coast Cocktails, I don't have a cocktail, although this would have been the goddamn movie to do it with, right? Or at least like a hard alcohol would be the right, this would be the right movie to do that with. <laughs> um, but um I, I am just drinking a nice Pinot Gris that I got at Target today, um, and I chilled it. Proud of myself, so it's actually cold. And what Ooh, are you show, drinking? Show us, show me the bottle. I'm like, okay, show us, like it's a visual it's podcast. It's the cheap Target one called California Roots. Okay, nice um, twist off. Twist off made in Napa, Lodi. So like, just like you know, it's like a, it's a five buck. It's not a two buck chuck. It's a five buck chuck. Um, and here we go. That fully work in there. I also right. am just drinking clear. a <laughs> white wine. But Ooh, that's a pretty bottle. Which I've already cracked into. Uh because <laughs> I recorded Friends of the Countess before this. So I just I had a glass nice. of wine for that. But I was actually thinking of doing something with a Coke involved because right? the movie, like- she likes to chug her coke we should have done jack and cokes because all she drinks is whiskey and and tie it coke (laughs) right and today i bought a bottle of do you guys have crown royal there or is that yeah 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 totally thing okay oh yeah Um, we have it i bought a bottle of that but i'm i bought it for one of my best friends alex it's her 31st birthday on friday happy birthday alex yeah happy birthday and saturday's her like party and Cool. I do my like glitter bottles or whatever. So I'm making oh, her yeah. that's like her favorite liquor. So I'm making her a glitter bottle of that. So I'm like, 
Nice. I'm like a little bit was tempted to just like make a drink, out <laughs> get of another it. one later. But then I'm like, nah, because then I'll yeah. have to go back and buy another bottle and yeah. whatever. So also wine. It's okay. We so both cheers. went on the wine train. It's you know here it's hot, so all I really that's the only thing that sounds good to me. And honestly, you can never go wrong with wine. No. <laughs> so especially white wine, in my opinion. Yes. So. Oh, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Cheers. Oh, cheers. she's using the cup I gave her. Chums. Hell yeah. <laughs> it keeps things cold. So, Justine, this was your pick. So you can start us off um, and, you know, take, okay, well, start the tale. Weave us a tale. Okay, well, first of all, before we get into the actual movie recap, I just wanted to say that this movie is... Um, I always loved it. I, I, um, I love dark comedies, Oh, um, yes. Probably my favorite movie genre. <laughs> um, I love a good dark comedy, and I feel like this one was perfect. It was the perfect mix of... It wasn't too dark. Mm-mm. It was, like, the perfect amount. This film is very well balanced, both plot-wise and humor-wise and visually. Like, the way that he punctuates scenes with her getting her nails done and... The, the music it's like it's mysterious like plinky plunky like pink panther music it's not like sad sad music you know so even though there's a lot of darkness yeah I 100% agree with you I that's a really good point that's it's definitely I don't know if I have a favorite genre but well I guess it's comedy so dark comedies are right up there for me um, because I, I like drama too um, but even like on in in shows like um dead to me or something like that you know or Six Feet Under, you know, those, all those shows are, are dark comedies and that's, they're just fantastic. Or, um, do you watch Women Who Kill? Mm-mm. Have you ever watched it? It's on Prime for free. Um, it's so good. You should watch it. <laughs> There's a new season out now. It's kind, it's like watching Desperate Housewives, but like, like not the plot, but the, um, the vibe is very, cause it's Mark Cherry. Sorry. I'm getting off topic, but I yeah, actually... I agree with you do want something to watch like this weekend that's um oh, I'll send you the that's link. like a little more like intense um mm-hmm. i tried to watch it's called women who kill <laughs> yeah like i tried to watch last night actually um on prime they had like this casey anthony series um, and I thought it was just going to be like a basic docuseries oh. about the whole case because I know who she is and I know about the case and everything, but I didn't follow it while it was happening. Oh, really? I don't know like the exclusive details or anything. Um, so I tried to watch it, but then all that this show was, was investigators sitting down and explaining what could have happened to her, oh. like all the different possibilities. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know enough details to like be into it. But I was, like, feeling a true crime. So I actually ended up watching a documentary about Sid and Nancy. So um, that's what I did last night. That's dark. (laughs) Very, very fucking dark. Speaking of dark, oh, gosh, have you ever watched the Kurt and Courtney, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Lowe documentary? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) I've seen, like, all of them. I recently watched um, Soaked in Bleach Hmm. and... um, man like because that one's like half documentary half what is that i don't know that one it's about 
Kurt Cobain's like death or whatever. Oh, okay. But it's like half documentary, half like acted out movie, if that makes sense. Got it. Like reenactments. Reenactments, yeah. Um, I don't know. That can go so, either way. Yeah, so that one's that whole fucking story's dark as hell too. What do no you kidding. think happened? Do you think that Kurt Cobain killed, he himself, killed himself or do you think it you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that the wrong answer should i watch there's the no, documentary there, no there's no wrong change answer my mind? there's no wrong answer i don't know like i think it's sort of an occam's razor situation like the like the answer that makes the most sense is likely the right the, the truth you know as is the case with a lot of conspiracy theories she could have been involved i mean who knows like it's um do you know anything about elliot smith the artist he was a singer and songwriter no in um well he similarly it was debated on whether his partner killed him but it was a little more it was a lot more suspicious in my opinion because this was um early 90s i think so i wasn't aware of it at the time but i was really high school on i always loved his music so i you know in high school you you're like go down the rabbit hole and the internet was a thing at that point so (laughs) i remember learning about it and he he got so he died and they it was classified as suicide because he was very depressed he had attempted suicide in the past and you know his music while beautiful is very sad but that doesn't mean that doesn't just mean someone killed themselves and the method that he died by was a knife in the chest who would kill themselves with a knife in their... Ch- I've never heard of that. Have you? Like, that's um, just... No. The, how do you... The force that you would have to... Yeah. I mean, it's... We could talk about this for forever. It's literally like... I know. The, the... I think it was just lack of evidence, but I. it's, it's like almost certain that his girlfriend did it, especially because he was um, shirtless and he was known to have body... Like, major body shame and was never, like, topless, just hanging out, so... I don't know, whatever. It To me, the Kurt Cobain thing is a little bit different. But yeah, you're right. We could do a whole other... Um, we should. We could do an after hours on that. <laughs> we literally on, could. On all those conspiracy theories, like all the celebs who died and like, what, what, is that really what happened? Or... Have you one. seen um, when Courtney Love was on, I think it was the Pamela Anderson roast. And No, I didn't. Oh, and I didn't think so. They she was like on the red carpet or whatever, and they asked her like what it, advice she would give to young girls coming into Hollywood, and she's like, "Don't go to a party at Harvey Weinstein's house." <gasps> Fuck yeah! That's literally you what know, she said. Isn't that insane? There were there are some women who spoke out, and you know, just that's funny that you mentioned that. Um, yeah, just the other day I was watching. Um, like a little clip thing put that L magazine put together. It was like female celebrities responding to um, sexist questions and like, stop, like, you know, slamming them down or whatever, like putting a stop to them. And one of them was, uh, you know, famously David Letterman, like had that whole scandal uh, where he was, you know, doing the casting couch and he even had that nasty, like little apartment in the studio building. Mm-hmm. So he could like go fuck, girls up there that work there interns well there's a clip from long ago that i had never seen before and terry gar who's an actress that like you know uh, she's phoebe's real mom 
in Friends. Mm-hmm. That's the actress. Yeah. She's on David Letterman, you know, in the in the 90s probably or maybe early, yeah, probably the 90s and she's like he asked her something stupid and she's like is that what you do? You just you don't watch the movie, you just bug the cat the guest and talk about her body and da 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 and like she nailed him for exactly what what he is and he was just like oh, 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 oh. like he did not he was clearly so like uncomfortable but caught out and then lo and behold and I'm like I bet Terry Gar would have been in a lot more stuff but I bet she had to pay for that one and that sucks but it's for the cause right yeah damn anyway yeah so anyway, young adult. Anyway, um, fantastic movie. So watchable, you guys. So watchable. Very watchable, rewatchable. It's quick. Jason it's Reitman. Funny. So. It's it's a good movie. And Jason, yeah, Jason Reitman did um, Juno. He did um, Extract, I think, which is such a great film. I don't know. Have you seen Extract? Is that with Mila Kunis? Yeah. And, uh, and Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but... Oh, I'm I'm adding that to my list. Okay, Um, that's not my next pick, but I'm adding it to the list. It's quite good. Um, Should I watch it? Because it's all, like, Prime, like, wants me to watch it real bad. Oh, well, wait, no, just just wait until, just wait until I ask you to cover it. Watch your crime stuff. Do do your cravings. Okay. Give in to your cravings. I do that all the time. (laughs) I need to watch something dark. I was doing it before we were recording. I was watching Intervention because... Oh my god! And the new episode that characters the person character the person's name is Nicolette, and that's the name of my cousin who died like of just repeated drug abuse, and also she was shot in the eye from by a drug dealer, and then her this lady's name is Nicolette, and I'm like, oh, a Nicolette addicted to crack cocaine. That sounds familiar. Yikes! So I understand the need for dark material. <laughs> Her arms were um, cut off. Her legs were cut off. Her ears were cut off. Her eyes were blocked. <laughs> um, it's it's funny because I used to just all that's all I used to want to watch, and then I didn't I didn't watch anything true crime for like a year. I just kind of yeah, and no no I think no a lot one of particular us reason. Yeah, it's not because like I didn't like it anymore. I just well, it really blew didn't up. care for it, and now I'm kind of like in that mood lately. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the field is so saturated because it's such a boom right now, the true crime community. Um, excuse me, but it had its like spark spike, I think in like 2016, 2017, 2018. Um, and now it's out there, but it's mellowed a little bit, which right. I like that. <laughs> it's mellowed a little bit. Not everything is about true crime. Um, but right. I, you know, as much as I love it, I'm really glad I, I didn't, make my podcast have anything to do with crime like i can talk it's about it it's such an overdone yeah thing. it's like talk and about wait, the hardest field to get get known yeah in. and what you cover on your podcast i feel like not a lot of people cover so thank you that's oh, you are good, so nice you know yeah i like my bouquet of different things <laughs> uh and then on here we get to be a film buffs right this is definitely a movie that I'd say is like super high quality. You know, last movie we watched is Josie and the Pussycats, which was well produced, but let's be honest, it's not, it didn't win any awards. <laughs> it's silly. But Young Adult is, you know, I think it did win some indie awards. It's great. Well, Academy Award winner Charlie Theron, speaking of I true mean, no, crime. Yeah, no kidding. 
monster. Yeah, is... you see that monster face in this movie a couple times. Just the, yeah, the, the expression. It's she's it, the best. She's incredible, and um, we'll de- we'll definitely be covering monster and that whole story eventually. I, I can see, but just yes. to start off the movie, we see this woman laying down on top of the bed, on top of the sheets, everything. You know, just a quick like montage of her waking up, chugging Not her that diet I was coke. We see that she's uh, a writer for a young adult book uh, series called Waverly Prep. Um, (laughs) And she's starting to write her book, you know. She's a ghost writer. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, she sees in her email that someone she knew had a baby. A baby. And then she starts pulling her hair. And I wrote down Stephen Asante. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Asante. Oh my God, six hundred pound life. He's like, oh, is that the one you co- you just covered with? Um, Julie? yeah, he's the worst oh, okay. person ever on Six Hundred Pound Life. He's like the worst human being yet. to ever exist, mm. ever. He's a horrible. Okay, I need person. to catch up on your podcast so I can listen to that. He um, he's just a horrible person. I don't even want to talk about him because he's such a okay. fucking awful person. Because you're in a podcast on and it. And then I also wrote um, Meadows roommate. Because if you remember on uh, Sopranos, Meadows college roommate. <gasps> right. That was her thing. She couldn't swallow and she pulled her hair out. It's like called trichomoniasis, yes. I think. Yes. So that might be when you eat it. And who is that actor? Isn't she in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist who played her college roommate? And she's in oh. for a good time call. And this was sitter. that was that Ari Grainer? Oh my god! Is that her name? The blonde girl. Yeah, Ari Grainer. Oh my I'm god! Pretty my, sure I that's Meadows Rodney in Sopranos. Oh, it's so funny you brought that up. I love her so much. Um, she's one of my faves in in the comedy biz. I just think she has such a unique, like, present like the way she she's acts. she's in this movie. Um, called the girl next door and no it's not the alicia cuthbert movie <laughs> it's another movie with um ellie now ellie page and yeah. um james franco is in it as well and it's based on a true story about hmm. or no 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 okay there is a movie called the girl next door that's the same story but the one that they're in the like hollywood version is called like an american nightmare or something like that but it's a real life story about looking at a family who took in two sisters and elliot page's character played the older sister at the time he was only a little kid when this okay, movie so, oh, came okay. out. so this is like in 2000 yeah but, but the movie was okay. based on a true story and it was set in like the 60s or something and anyways this right evil one. aunt who brought them in like beat the shit out of them and they would get like all the neighborhood kids to come in and they would like tie them up and beat them and like do sexual things to them and like it's it's based on a true story the whole thing's fucked up but anyways that girl is in that movie and James Franco like plays her okay. boyfriend. She plays the daughter of like the evil mother. Okay. Well, I have some research research to do. Don't ever read that story. Like if you ever go on Wikipedia and you want to know like <laughs> what they did to these girls, because it actually happened in real life, right? Like 
Yeah. It's... I'm not... Yeah. It's very disturbing. And I don't get disturbed easily by shit like that, but I'm, I'm telling you... No, I know you, what you mean. There's just disturbing. certain... There's certain corners you can go around and you're like, I didn't realize that would be my limit, but it is, <laughs> you know, like... I totally understand what you mean. Shit's just, like, you um, watch the movie and you're like, what the fuck? And you're, like, so disturbed, but then you read after, like, worse things actually happen to the person in real life. And you're like, damn. Yep. It's hard to process. It's extremely hard to process. Um, it's hard yeah. to move on after that. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say this first scene in the movie, it's great. Um, she's got the Kardashians on the TV. Or no, yeah. It's not the Kardashians, sorry. You start out hearing, like, is it? Kendra. You start out hearing, it's Kendra, that's what it is. Kendra. Yeah. Um, and back when she had a show, because this is 2011. Yeah, um, it wasn't Kendra the Girls Next, Girls Door. Next Door. It was, um, it was her show okay. with her husband. Yeah. Uh, I never watched it, but. It was so bad. Um, yeah, it, so you hear all this, like, whimpering and crying, and you're like, is someone having sex? Is someone crying? But it's just the TV Cause she's passed out in her like really, really undecorated apartment in a high rise in Minneapolis. And there's a lot of foreshadowing, like Justine said, with the hair pulling. And then also like the way she wakes up and gets up, she's got, she still has her like fate, her like boob chicken cutlets on. <laughs> she pulls them off and she goes in the kitchen and just starts chugging a full bottle of diet Coke, which I got to say, my, I don't drink diet soda anymore. I've, officially quit i'm and i only have regular soda once in a blue moon because that's a lot of sugar or high fructose corn syrup which is just not good for you but dude i used to be a diet soda addict for like i don't know 15 years um and that scene i'm like a cigarette addict i'm like a cigarette smoker who's quit and sees someone smoking in that scene i'm like ah at that feeling like it's so when you're addicted to it or when you were so used to that soda it's just like that's better than water which is fucked up but and when you're yeah when you're hung over too like there's something about like a cold Mm -hmm. pop that just like the sugar yeah even if they're even if it's not real sugar it's the sweetness yeah because you're craving all that sweet and salt and fat and that which is how she eats too um but anyway yeah she sees she gets the email and we have no context yet but it's like it's a baby um and Okay, later on, I'm going to ask you about this and see if you agree that it's a continuity error. But didn't it say on the thing, um, come celebrate with us? Like, it was like, come here, like, food, fun, and family. It was an invitation. Am I wrong? I th- Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I did too. So, because um, then after when she's with her friend, she's like, and it's kind of a good point what she says i don't want to talk over your notes if you're not there yet but you know when she has lunch with a friend no 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 Um, when they're having their mccafe yes (laughs) (laughs) she only eats fast food this woman um they're eating fries outside outside of like a business complex um it's charlie's there are sorry her character's name is mavis Mavis. I know you think that they would be having like a fancy coffee in like the city or whatever but you look at it and it's McDonald's and then the friend is just like shoving fries in her mouth. And they don't really address it but I get these I get I get the feeling that her character Mavis is somebody who was doing well steadily but she's a ghostwriter she's she's a ghostwriter for a series that another person owns which is like like if you read the Babysitters Club or Nancy, maybe not Nancy Drew, or like Boxcar Children, or like 
Judy if you read Bloom. a series of books, Judy Bloom. Well, no, Judy Bloom. She wrote. I, well, actually, I don't know. But like a series, like a long-standing series, like. Um, Wait. So you're Kids. telling me who wrote the Babysitters Club? So Anne and Martin wrote the first thirty books, and then every book after that, except for some super specials and things like that, uh, are ghostwriters that have that use the character bible and comes and Anne, you know, is the editor and she looks at everything and she decides or she decided what what was what goes and what doesn't but um but yeah so not that that's any less of a writer i'm just saying she's not getting the credit so that's why she's overcompensate she overcompensates a lot and i'm guessing she doesn't make that much money and it is minnesota well, this but is, this is like while while watching this i was comparing waverly place to the babysitter's club like yeah, just exactly. The look, that's exactly the it. look and stuff. That's what I was thinking. So I think it was supposed I... to be more sweet, like Sweet Valley High, which I never read because Sweet was Valley more... High. Yeah, I never read either, but Long I was cheap. a huge Babysitters Club fan growing <laughs> up. I <laughs> think too. I, Obviously. if I didn't read all the books, I definitely read most of them. Whichever ones um, you could get your hands on, right? You could never like I could never access all of them. Just whatever I could yeah, get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I was ever like at a bookstore with my mom and there was one that I didn't have or I haven't read, Please. like she'd buy it for me or whatever. Aww. But um but yeah, and you know what I mean? It's like I never thought about there being like a ghostwriter for them. Like it's right for me when you, it's even now when I think about ghostwriters, I think of uh, ghostwriters for more of like celebrity memoirs, right? Like people right? who it's, don't actually thing, know how to write. So like that, if you think of yeah, I'm sorry, I'm totally talking over you. Go on. No, I was just gonna say like you know what I mean. Like you think of them for uh-huh. shit like that for like you know reality stars or you know right. musicians Make it or look actors. Like I can write. Yeah, people who don't know how to write, they write their book and then this person makes it sound like a writer wrote it. You don't right. think of a series, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. I found out that Stephanie Meyer, who wrote the Twilight series, <laughs> my favorite, like if yeah. I found out that she had a ghostwriter, I would be like yeah. shocked. You'd know though, it'd be on it's on the title page, much as we learned in this movie. But um right. yeah, it isn't it isn't advertised. I never knew that growing up. Um, and you know, it's like, I don't read any of these books, but you know, like the paperback thrillers, the airplane books, like Tom Clancy books and Dan Brown and like those authors that have a book out like th- four times a year, that's because mm-hmm. they have ghostwriters writing those books because they can't possibly. So they're basically just running their own franchise and having other people represent their name. So. And there's a formula to their books. I'm, I'm, my, my sister, who's a, who's a writer, but not like a she's a very uh what do you uh, highbrow reader and writer literature and um she went to notre dame to get her mfa because she's super smarty pants and uh she, does she know ruby compliment rudy yeah i'm, I'm joking it's a bad joke <laughs> i thought you said rudy. <laughs> and i was like who's ruby oh rudy um no she does not know rudy uh but she nicholas sparks went there you know nicholas sparks of course Nicholas Sparks I've read probably like 11 of his books and not even just the famous ones like I've read a lot of his books that are like have not been turned into movies sure yeah I've read a few and like they're good to go to if you want a certain type of book and that's because he has a formula and Jen Jen hated him so much but 
that he would come to Notre Dame every year because he he gives a lot of money to Notre Dame, which is I think is awesome. Um, and he would come and speak and he would talk to the students, the writing students, like in the undergrad, like this is my formula. This is how I created it. You know, this is how I create a full-fledged novel. And she's just like, you know, she considers like the fast food of literature, which it kind of is. Where his speech um, is like, this is what I say. That's how I picture him to talk. I, don't I know. have no idea. We Basically, should ask Jen. I think about anybody who's ever been in love. And then I think and about someone mist. dying. And that's and how you make a good sick. novel. And someone's no got to be never... sick or someone's got to die unexpectedly <laughs> or both. and that, or, or someone has to have Alzheimer's. And that's exactly. how you make a good novel. And no matter what, <laughs> no one can communicate with each other clearly. So there's lots of misunderstandings. Make sure that no one... <laughs> makes the obvious choices make sure that everyone is like really like what i don't know i shouldn't tell them yeah that's basically it um you know i went to go see the last song at like an advanced (laughs) screening in toronto wow and um wow liam hemsworth was there (gasps) they got a picture and everything with him yeah but um but yeah, he was there, and I remember I went by myself that day, and I missed school and everything. And then I met up <laughs> with these girls who were the same age as me, and they lived a couple hours away, and they were like cool or whatever. And then I read the book of the last like, song cool before, whatever. so I knew what was going to happen for the most part Uh-oh. in the movie. And these girl, <laughs> these bitches were like, "I can't believe this happened!" Like I was crying too because like. I cry at things, but they were like so shocked over what happened. And I'm like, I was like angry and I was like, read the book. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I, I, yeah. You get like proprietary. You're like, um, I already read the book. I qualify to be here. Not you. It's like if someone told me they were like a huge Twilight fan, but they've oh, never but read they any of the books. books, it would like bother me. I'm like, I've you can't never say you're had a Twilight someone... fan. Yeah. You could say you're That'd a fan be... of the movies. But you can't say you're a fan of the no, series as a no whole. No one's ever told me they're a huge Twilight fan and hasn't read all the books more more than once. Right. There's so much stuff in the books, especially like rereading them like this past summer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know. There's so much stuff in the books that are like so dark and stuff. And you're like, oh, I wish they like brought that to the movies. And now yeah, even like say... reading the doing like the Harry Potter series. I know I'm like 20 years late. But like, you know, reading and watching the Harry Potter series, I feel the same way too, because there's so much stuff in the books that I'm like, why isn't this in the movie? Because it's so fucking good. But at the same time, I like <laughs> it to only like have for yourself as a book reader, you know? Well, and it's exciting to go back and reread and re-experience like the little details. Yeah, it's like they're extra for you. I totally understand what you mean. Um Right. I was just going to say about Twilight. I didn't read the books, but I actually kind of agree with you because I, I imagined that it should be darker, but I think they wanted it to be more broad. The last one was pretty dark, but um, I think they wanted it to be for a broader audience. They didn't want to go all full True Blood with it. True Blood got too dark for me, though. Like, it was just like, okay, I get it. There's blood. There's blood. There's blood. There's blood. Just, I don't know. Did you watch True Blood? I never watched no? it. It's pretty good. I would say the first two seasons are very solid. If you want something dark, that's a good one to watch. So good. All right. Um, Not if you don't want to, though. Anyway, um, so 
No, Charlize I have no, I have a list. I got a list. I need to pick from. Yeah. One. Um, what's what's right. her name? Mavis. Mavis. I want to say Mavis Beacon goes on because a date. That... she fucks a guy. She does. Can I just say real quick? Yeah. Um, I never finished my thought from earlier. I got totally sidetracked. Okay, my own fault. sorry. When she, when she's having the McCafe, no, it's not your fault. When she's having the McCafe with her friend from uh, somebody that she knows from back home. Um, there, she's like, she holds the email out that she had to use her spit just to get to print because she's, <laughs> that's how she lives her life, which is kind of my point earlier. I think she's sort of a credit card person, like yeah. lives off her credit card. So she holds up the invite and she goes, when you send something that soon, it's for the inner circle. It's not for the ex-girlfriend of the father who doesn't talk to him anymore. Frankly, that's a slap in the face, right? And so that supported my idea that it's an invitation um but maybe it's like it felt it was a forwarded or something i i don't know the context and but she's talking about how like well you know she's so much better off and everything you seem a little overly worked up about this i am not worked up in the slightest i was just trying to tell you about something that happened god well good for them right buddy seems like you'd be a decent parent can you imagine still living in Mercury? Trapped with a wife and a kid and some crappy job? It's like... It's like he's a hostage. Yeah. We're lucky we got out. Yes. We have lives. But then, um, Justine, go ahead and say what you were gonna, what you were talking about the date. Um, yeah, so we see her, like, go on a date, and she obviously sleeps with the guy. She brings him home, and she's, like, laying there, looking around her room, like, frustrated. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, she just gets up, packs her bag. She gets into her Mini Cooper, which I'm so fucking jealous of, my dream car. Um... And, then, and she just leaves the guy there sleeping in her apartment. Yeah. <laughs> she brings her dog, Dolce. Do you yep. think it's Dolce, like sweet, or Dolce? Because she says Dolce a lot. I think it's like Dolce, like Dolce and Gabbana. Okay. That's what I thought, but the closed captions kept putting D-U-L-C-E, so I was really confused. So that means like sweet, you know? Mm. Anyway, uh, it does not matter. <laughs> um, And then she has this cassette, and... She keeps playing it over and over and over and over again in her car, and it's the song, the concept by Teenage Fan Club, and... Remember cassettes, you guys? I just wanted to say that, like, we've all been there before, or at least I have, when you're, like, whether you're thinking about a guy or not... You're mm-hmm. just in the type of mood for that song, whether yep. whether you're thinking about a guy or, you know, any, any type of time in your life, and it's only that one song that hits, and, you know, it's like a cassette, it's old school, so she'll play it, and then it'll keep coming out, and then she'll keep putting it back in, and you see her sing it, and it's a really great sequence for, like, it the is. opening and credits. It's incredibly great, and it continues the theme of this song and the tape continue. The tape, I think, represents, you know, obviously how dated all of her references in her life is. Like, she's living in the past. No kidding. It's 2011. She's playing a cassette tape. Um, you know, and this is probably 
surprised if there's a t tape player in her car, frankly. But um, she's playing a cassette tape, and clearly, you know, this song has some significance to the guy because at this point we understand, of course, she's going back because her ex-boyfriend just had a baby. Um, it's, and then, you know, the whole theme is so artistically, like Justina's saying, it's artistically done. So there's illustrations and like close-ups of an actual tape cassette recorder, which is what I'm holding up because I just wanted to say that I recently bought a cassette player. It's pink, just like my Matilda clock. Hi, Matilda! Um, but because um, I have all these tapes, I'm not going to play them, don't worry. But I have all these tapes of me as a little kid just basically doing a six-year-old's version of a podcast, like <laughs> just singing and talking and teaching, and um, I'm and I, so you know, jealous of the tapes or the player. <laughs> Both. I wish. That oh, I, I will. Had tapes I will to play something Aww. on, and I wish I had a little fucking tape player. I'll send you one. It's so cute. Also, oh, I should make you a tape and send you a tape and a tape player, and then we can send tapes back and forth like little kids. Um, so I love it and. I forgot how frustrating tapes are because it's like, it's not even like a record where there's a certain amount of lines. You're like, I don't fucking know where the song is. I don't know when, if it's there, if it's going to start. Like I was trying to find the audio on this and I'm like, which side is it? And what? And who? And which is when it's rewind, you know? And like, it's so loud. It makes so much noise. Can you hear it? No. Oh my God. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Anyway, I just had to bring that up. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish <laughs> things would get better. Is that vibes? What's that from? Uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Gia Judice. Oh got it, got it, got it. That's, oh, oh wow, Gia. Oh. Yeah. Um. So... I think that was my only point about the tape player. Oh, I was just impressed that she knew exact. This is another thing that I thought was a great touch. It wasn't like, how'd she find that song? It was like, that girl knows exactly where that song is on that tape because that tape is part of her boyfriend box and it's very significant. So I just loved it. Love. All right. We will, I will put the whole thing in for y'all at the end. I'm sure we'll sing it. Obviously. I'm but sure you, you will hear us singing it. it so just wanted I'm you guys already, to be in on it. I'm already fucking turned up <laughs> in singing mode. So okay, I so actually was listening to that on my drive to Target today, and I was like, I'm in such a Charlize mood. I kind of think that's partly why I was cranky earlier, Justine. I was like, I was take okay, a peek behind the kimono. Um, I was, <laughs> I was like very very sensitive earlier today. And I didn't, like, get mad. I was just like, Steve, I think, like, you don't like the things that I do and blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, Sarah, not everything's an attack on you. And I was like, thank you. Um, and I understand that. But I almost feel like, do you ever watch a show or a movie and you get so into it that, like, your brain almost thinks that, like, you're that person or, like, that's your life circumstance. Like, shit sucks. Yeah. That's that was just literally like... one of the reasons why I <laughs> broke up with my ex. I'm not even joking. Because you watched a movie? No, because... He used to think that, like, if I saw someone fighting on, like, a reality show, then I would, like, want to be that person. Oh. <laughs> like, he literally thought that about me. Oh, my God. That's crazy. No, I don't mean anything that like that. I just mean, like, um, it's like if you watch, like, a movie about the Holocaust, you're really fucking depressed the rest of the day. You just, like, it's awful. 
And yeah. so it was a little bit like, it was way less extreme at that than that. That obviously I don't, I'm not trying to be flip. I'm just saying like, like you said, with the true crime, it colors your mood. So that's my excuse. Um, and also my period. But anyway, um, yeah, that song she's playing over and over again. She's singing it. You can tell she can really sing because she's carrying the tune. And I was like, I think she's sang in some stuff before. But also that doesn't shock me because she's obviously really a master of like changing her voice because she's from South Africa. <laughs> she doesn't sound like it at all in these films. And she even does a mild um, like uh, accent too, I think, a little bit. Don't you, Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's she's just like so fucking talented. I love her. She's fab. She's fabulous. Um, okay, so she, we see her check into the Hampton Inn. I, <laughs> I actually love Hamp- Hampton Inns. I've stayed oh, yeah, at a Hampton few, Inn. and they're actually very nice hotels. They, yeah, that she she sprung for a good hotel. There's one that hotel. I really love in, um, in like Grove City, Pennsylvania, and they always have like <laughs> so fresh. It's like okay, it's like the place. Where's Grove City? Is it near this? Is it near Philly? It's no, 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 no. It's like okay, close. It's like you... an hour before Pittsburgh. Like yeah. if you're driving mm-hmm. from like mm-hmm. Canada to Pittsburgh, it's like an hour before there. So other side of um, oh, Pennsylvania. So you were okay, but gotcha. but that's like Grove City is like this <laughs> teeny little town where all the Canadians go shopping. There's like a huge like outlet mall. And there's like, there. you know, a couple of dive bars and stuff. It's like fun. I want to shop with Canadians. You should. And because <laughs> Pennsylvania has no sales tax on clothes. So that's oh, why all like the Utah. Canadians oh, like Utah. to go. Um, so anyways, yeah, I've stayed at a Hampton in there. They're nice hotels. And I also just wanted to mention that I miss checking into hotels in general. Because we see oh, yeah. her like check in and then, I love hotels. You know, she goes <laughs> up to her hotels. room and everything and she's just by herself but mm-hmm. just just watching her yeah she has her doggy but like just watching her go up to the room with her suitcase and stuff even though she was alone it made me miss like times I was with like a boyfriend or with my girlfriends or whoever mm-hmm. and you go and it's like so exciting you know because you're in like a new city and you're like okay this One is the outfit I'm shot. gonna wear to dinner tonight yeah. I'm gonna like have my drink and do my makeup and like I don't know COVID like I haven't thought about doing any of those things and it made me realize I took those things for granted so I just can't wait to do it again. One more shot. One more shot. Justine's <laughs> got one more shot to go. Woo! You'll be free. I mean, COVID vaccine, not alcohol. Although, go ahead and do that too. Um, oh, okay. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah, I do have your COVID shot, shot. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can ask. <laughs> I, I promise, I won't get mad. They're saying that finally in Canada that fully vaccinated Canadians will be able to travel without quarantine starting in like two weeks. Whoop. So. And we're open here, which is crazy, and I'm still not used to it, but I haven't been wearing my mask in as many places because I'm fully vaccinated and I'm starting to feel normal again about it. That's crazy. And no see, one's like, no one's here, cranky every, if you don't. Masks are so mandatory, like, everywhere. I know, it's weird. However, yesterday, I, like, I, 
I had a hair appointment. I'm, like, not supposed to be, like, getting my hair done, whatever, because mm-hmm. hairdressers still aren't open, but, like, whatever. Whatever, we all did it. My hairdresser, <laughs> like, she's, I've been going to her for, like, almost a decade, and, like, she does it out of her house, so, like, she trusts that I'm not gonna, like, fucking tell on her. Anyways. Yeah. She's the best. Um, But I, like, had some time before I went to her house so I was just kind of driving around I like stopped for a Red Bull and I like went into this convenience store and I like didn't even realize until after I left the store that I forgot to put my mask on I was like like as I was walking out of the store I was like oh my god it's like oh I'm like whatever like no one said anything to me like whatever yeah it was just a convenience store but I'm like I've walked up to a store without one and remembered then but I don't think I had entered one well, maybe I did actually. That's probably. But but I felt so normal being in the store without one. Like it didn't. Yes. It wasn't until after I left, I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot to wear one." You know. It's so interesting too, because my ritual in the car is like for the past year and a half has been like, well, it doesn't matter about your lips or your nose. Just worry about this part of your face before you when you do the check in the mirror. And now I'm like, oh, I can wear lipstick. I can moisturize my lips without getting shit stuck to them you know it's nice but then also i have to worry about my nose i I got that was a big pass from worrying about boogers (laughs) (laughs) so gotta be on point with that but yeah it is really nice oh can't wait till it's later in the year and everybody's here come visit me i'm going to and the next year i'm coming to visit you um i want you to come visit you like in the beginning of the year i want if it's to like spend a night together in the falls <gasps> we should do it for my birthday in february it's really fucking cold it'll be really want... cold okay well then we'll do it in the summer but i want to come out for my birthday or we could what just do, do like an all-inclusive somewhere so we don't have to freeze yeah let's do it cheers we to can, that. like go to mexico or something I oh, know I would love Ooh. for you to come here, but I just think like here from no, California. No, we could go somewhere for my birthday. You'll, like, I don't care. You can come back here. <laughs> <laughs> like no, I true. freeze, and like I've lived here my true. whole life. Hundred percent true. I mean, I did live in New York for a while, but it's not like I was like, oh, what the cold? Like clearly, it bothered me. Um. So, shall we talk about? This? Yeah, so, okay, so she checks into the Hampton Inn. I just wanted to point out, okay, so she goes out to get ice cream and stuff. She gets a bunch of junk food and comes back to her room. And I just want to point out, she has the Kardashians on, but it's Courtney and Kim take Miami. That's how specific I knew that that spinoff was. Oh, Because it was the scene where... um, where Courtney just had Mason and Scott was still oh, like, like doing I drugs and she's like she's like you. I love Mason more than I love <laughs> you so I have to do what's best for him back she when the some... Kardashians were actually good yeah back when Courtney had emotion <laughs> on TV my opinions on them have changed drastically since watching the reunion so Ooh. okay yeah to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Um, so we get a scene of Mavis driving out um, in her Mini Cooper listening to the Four Non Blondes. And, and I said, this is a karaoke song that I feel like there's always like the one person at the karaoke bar who sings the song. What's going on? That actually like takes it seriously. 
Like, that's the song that, That is the most ridiculous song ever. I've told you before that I had to run to that for for aerobics every morning for a year. Into a crisis times when I'm lying in bed just to get it all out what's in my head. And I, I am feeling a little peculiar. Into a She, she just did it. it. She just did it like a cappella. She was just like, of course she did, because that's like not just like for, for chilling. I forget even where it was from. Maybe her documentary. I don't remember, but like, damn, like Lady Gaga Tempa. should just fucking damn it, Lady Gaga. Sing everything. No, just kidding. Anyway, yeah, um, Lady Gaga can literally sing anything and kill it. Um, okay, yeah, so for sure she can. Mavis is like just driving down the road, and she's looking at like chilies and whatever yeah, and then she pulls into retail places and then this is where buddy calls her aka mm-hmm. dude from the conjuring well she called him first we sh- we do have to say she called buddy and his name's actually buddy justine isn't just using the term buddy <laughs> <laughs> um uh he his name's buddy and she when she gets to the hotel she finds his number from information and gives him a call, leaves a message saying, hey, I'm in town for some a little real estate thing. You know, she makes a story up. Um, we should get together. And like every time she talks to him, she gets, she goes into kind of like a baby voice a little bit, like she's younger. Hey, buddy. Mavis Gary. It's been, uh, how long? I'm not sure. Gosh, wow. So you're actually back in town, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I'm just passing through. I am uh, insanely busy, as always. Well, I don't know how long you're around with your uh, real estate thing, but um, I'd love to grab a drink. Okay. Well, if you're feeling spontaneous, I could meet you at uh, Woody's in, I don't know, 15 minutes. <laughs> well, spontaneous really isn't a thing these days. I don't know if you heard, but I am a new dad. Duh. Everyone knows. Yeah, the whole gang. I got that uh, announcement. Thanks for that, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, how about we meet tomorrow at uh, this place called Champion O'Malley's? It's kind of fun. Of course. Yes. Yeah. How um, how does 8, 8.30 sound? Uh, 6 would be better. 6 is perfect. Great. I'll see you at six. Maybe not baby voice, but yeah, like she sounds younger. It's really actually pretty uh, impressive. Um, and and then you know that's when she goes out and she's like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the pub. And I know that feeling. Like 
I don't have, I don't know what to do. No one's called me back yet, but like, I want to be somewhere. So like, I'm just going to drive out and then you feel confident, but then you get to a place and you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's not fun. Um, but yeah, so he calls her, sorry, go on. He calls her and he's like, oh, it's great to hear from you. Okay, question. Is he hot? Yes or no? I love Patrick Wilson. So you're if you want to talk to me about how you don't think he's hot, that's fine. I just, I love Patrick No, no, no. I'm, a- I'm asking what you think. I think he's, yes, I think he's a beautiful man. Okay, because there's times where I don't think he's hot at all, but then there's other times where I think he's hot. Well, I think he's great at playing kind of a, like, very simple man in this film and yeah, so like, there's I times in the movie that he's not an attractive and, character yeah i think he looked great in this movie i was like yeah he does and he's in little children and you see his body in them isn't he in hard candy i don't know but i love patrick isn't Wilson. he like the um, creeper from hard candy i haven't seen hard candy you can you can add that to your list for me i would love to watch it um yeah i'm a big fan of patrick wilson but i see what you mean he is really good at having moments of like no depth in this film and it's it's clearly meant to be that way like he's meant to be a little more simple and i think kind of the takeaway is even though Charlize theron's character um is really shallow and selfish she is actually smarter and a little more deep than other people she's just so wrapped up in self-interest it's she's a narcissist you know what i mean yep um, um when anyway. when he calls her she's like oh do you want to like meet tonight and she's like literally in arms length the bar. of this bar called woody's and she's like i could be at woody's in like 15 minutes like playing it off like she's not already there and he's like ah well like ah, i don't know if you know or not but like yeah, I'm a new dad, and so like spontaneity, spontaneity. I can't say that word. Spontaneity. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like. That's not really like my thing right now. Like, I don't know. I can meet you tomorrow, and she's like, okay, let's meet oh, tomorrow, eight or 8:30? like eight thirty. And he's like, I don't know. Can we meet at like six? She's like, this place sure, called. six is fine. And it's just like, What's the place um. Not that not he the bar. wants to meet her at. Yeah. Um, it's like a, I like have a sports it, bar. Yeah, I have it written down. Slash here, diner. It's like a it, family joint. It might as well be. It's like a mini Chili's. Yeah, it's a mini chili. There you go. It's a mini Chili's. Um, Name doesn't matter. I was just trying to describe it. He's like, oh, we'll go to this place. It's pretty cool. It's kind. Of, it's like kind of fun, you know, and it turns out it's a mini Chili's. Yeah, like not exactly. a chain, though. And she's like, um, but before that, when she, she can, she hangs up, she's all jazzed. And then she goes into the bar and she's sitting there for a couple minutes and she notices someone staring at her. And like one of my favorite lines in the movie is, um, what? I'm sorry, but I, I, I think we went to high school together. At the same time? Patton Oswald, who is one of, I think, an, an incredible actor like incredible actor i'm mm-hmm. a huge fan and comedian um and and a lot of things quite frankly um i'm just in love with him no i'm just kidding um <laughs> but he plays this character called Nat- matt shernicky who is and so he's sitting there and he goes mavis and she's like 
Yeah. And he's like, uh, I think we went to school together. And she goes, at the same time? <laughs> I just think it's a hilarious line. It's like, yeah. you know, like, ill, who are you? But then he's like, yeah, I had a locker next to you, you know, and it's Patton Oswald. So if you, you know what he, Google him, you know what he looks like. So he's clearly supposed to be like the, the geek. We didn't run in the same circles. You were, you were pretty popular, if I remember correctly. You won best hair. Did I? What did you win? I didn't. Uh, they usually give out like 15 of those and, and only to like the same five people. Yeah. Well, listen, Matt, it was really nice seeing you. Yeah, what are you doing back in Mercury? Or you, you move back or? Of course not. Gross. No. I live in Minneapolis. She ordered um, a Maker's Mark. So I just wanted to give a oh. shout out to my friend Bob who drinks Maker's Mark. He's the only hey, person Bob. I know who drinks it. Hey, Bob. Um, so she does a <laughs> shot and then and then Pat Nodwell goes, take that liver. That liver. <laughs> And then she notices his cane and she goes, oh, you're the hate crime guy. And he goes, what? She's like, that's right. Weren't you that hate crime guy? <clears throat> Excuse me? You totally were. You're the hate crime guy. Oh my God. Why didn't you just say that? Now I know who you are. Matt, the hate crime guy. Yes, Mavis. When I was a... When we were seniors, <clears throat> a bunch of jocks who thought I was gay jumped me in the woods That's right. and uh, hit me on the legs and dick with a crowbar. With a crowbar? A crowbar. I totally yeah. remember that. It was national news. I, I mean, until people found out that I wasn't really gay. And then it wasn't a hate crime anymore. It was a, it was a fat guy getting his ass beat. Um, but he's, like, really, really um, disabled because of it. And she basically just laughs it off and then changes the subject because she's pretty awful <laughs> at this point. Yeah, she tells him that she's there to get Buddy back. Yeah, and she's like, he basically, tell he basically tells her, he tells her she needs to go to a therapist. He does. He calls it right away. And, you know, I, I do really love the relationship that these two form. <laughs> the too. friendship. It's great because, you know, there's a part of her that knows he's right, likes him needs a friend like that and doesn't want to be this Mavis person anymore that mm -hmm. she or that she's built herself up to be. Um, but it's kind of, it's, she's so obsessed with image and excuse me, um, yeah, image really. And the, her past because she's been unhappy for a long time. She, you know, um, so after, yeah, they go outside and then she's like, I'm going to get him back. He's got to be unhappy. Like I'm sure he's unhappy. You know, and um, and then she gets in the cab, drives off. And um, after that, you know, it's we get the next day shot once more of her or of her waking up this time in the hotel room. And the way and she wakes up is so relatable on top <laughs> of all the bedding, your heels still on everything. Like, right. Done that right. Everything so on. many times. Where you wake up and you feel so fucking shitty and you're like, really? I couldn't have even taken my shoes off. Like, oh, mm -hmm. worst feeling. And her poor little doggy is just like so desperate to go out to get attention. Poor Dolce is just like little, uh, I, I don't know. know, Pomeranian, I think. I know. I don't like to think about it too much because it's fucked up. Well, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. <laughs> I know. But just this so. is not based on a true story. 
Um, <laughs> At least the dogs cared for and fed, you know, that it could be much worse. It could be very so much we... worse. And I will say at the end, if she doesn't, not to spoil anything, but the dog, don't worry, the dog won't be harmed. Well, I'll just say that. I just put a fat <laughs> glass of wine. <laughs> anyway. So, um, we get a little montage now because she's getting all purdy to see Buddy at the bar. We see and this is the first time we see her getting the manicure. Yeah. And then she applies um, her foundation with her hands <laughs> to her face. I texted you about this. I know. Okay, <laughs> but me and you were talking about Florabama Shore at the same time. So that's uh-huh. why I was like, who? Because you know how Nilsa oh, yeah. wears like three pounds of foundation. Oh, especially I, I, in the first thing. So when you were like... I said it out of context. Found, you, yeah, you just wrote like, she applies foundation. So I crazy. No I thought you were talking about Nilsa first. Yeah. No, I was just like... Because I could see that no, too. Yeah. no, I definitely didn't give you any context. But I was just like, ah, eek. You're going to have like streaks <laughs> and clumps and... It's got to look like finger marks all over your face if you do that. She, You can't, guys, you can't apply foundation like it's lotion. It just well, doesn't work. Well, there is Unless a girl on TikTok who does this. She's, like, okay. known for doing this. So she'll take her bottle. It's not like the... I haven't done that. It's just it's not a good look. Yeah, she'll, like, take like her bottle and, like, da-da-da Pour it and on her do face. it. <laughs> And it's, like, mm-hmm. dripping down her face, and she'll be like this, but then she'll show her, like, final, like, product, and her makeup looks absolutely incredible. Okay, but if you saw her in person, she would look like plastic, right? Insane. there's so much Oh, on her she face. would look insane. Yeah, that's the thing. It's all on video. But exactly. Like, yeah. Makeup that <laughs> looks good. That's my thing with certain On Instagram YouTubers. and on YouTube yeah. and everything. of the time it looks insane in person. That's why I like Jamie French because she's just like, here's like a realistic way to do your makeup on Zoom. (laughs) It's not like a fucking, like, here's to make your eyes turn into flames. I don't know. I actually, I enjoy watching all the videos, but I wouldn't go out in public with any of that on my face. Even if I could do it, just because it's so much makeup, you know, people would be like, whoa. Right. Where are you? Anyway, um, so yeah, she gives Matt this, so post-confessional, she, um, I do want to mention, she gets a call from, I believe the voice is, is J.K. Simmons, her editor, and he, this is the guy that keeps hounding her because as we are learning, this series of, uh, Waverly High books is ending. Again, just calling to bug you. We need that draft of Waverly 178. We can work with something rough. Last one, sweetheart. I know you can do it. Hopefully by Friday. And she needs, she's on the hook for um, completing the final manuscript. And this is important not only because it's a stressor for her, but also because it's used as a narrative tool throughout the film from this point. So now she's going to start writing as her character, Kendall, and it's clearly about her. So everything you hear her narrate, narrate through Kendall's voice is, you know, about herself, but she picks up. It's fun to watch because there's clips here and there. She picks up like things that young girls are saying to each other, like in the store, in the bookstore or in the KFC. <laughs> and um, and she uses it in her script and it's great. And it's also, she uses it in real life at the end and then it shows you like how delusional she is. But, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So she's on pressure to finish this book. I just wanted to mention that. But yeah, gets her, she gets her nails dead. She's doing her makeup really in a weird way. 
Um, <laughs> and then she doesn't do anything to her hair this time. She doesn't add any. We don't. Do we see her add fake hair? No, yet? not till the end. Oh, okay. Um, so she does her hair. So we see her get to the bar. She sits down. The server brings her like a fork and a knife, and she's like, "No, not gonna need those at all. Like we're yep. good." Oh, you're gonna want to try the popcorn shrimp. <laughs> no, I'm not. A couple of hard jacks, please. Okay. And then we see Buddy walk in. She ordered. It's so funny that his name is actually Buddy. <laughs> I know she ordered them some like. Jack and hard jacks. It's like a hard Mike's jacks. hard lemonade, but they call it they call it hard jacks. Okay, yeah. And then um, you know, it it's kind of like awkward at first. The conversation's kind of like slow, and he's like, Oh, I don't really drink anymore. Hey you. Wow. Great to see it. <laughs> so this is a. Uh... It's quite the midweek surprise. Hey, I ordered us a couple of hard jacks. <laughs> I haven't had one of those since college. I know, me neither. But I thought, you know, just for old times' sake. Actually, I haven't been drinking recently. Because um, during Beth's pregnancy and now that she's nursing our girl, I thought I'd show some, you know, solidarity. Right. So, you still a General Mills? Yeah. Ad sales now. My dad's still there, so we have lunch together most days, yeah. Pizza, sub, sandwiches. Awesome. Well, I've just been working my little butt off in the city, you know, doing my thing. Right down there in the old Minneapolis. God, buddy, what? nobody calls it the Minneapolis anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Go grab those hard jacks. Give our waitress a break. So chivalrous.